This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show on RadioAlice.com. Just a heads up, it's not for work, it's not for kids, but it is a good time. Available right here on RadioAlice.com. You only hear it on the Secret Show. You won't find it on your radio. Oh, maybe you're not hip enough to know that Sarah and Vinny's got a secret show. Talk in the mic, I can't hear you. Animals sometimes defecate on their food to protect it. So other animals won't eat it. That's the thing. But then, do they want to still eat it? Of course, they've marked their food with their own, with their own, you know, poo. Yeah, they want to eat their own poo. Well, they just scrape it off, I guess, and eat it. Then. That doesn't make with like a knife or something. Very tenderloin, sure they... I think. I haven't heard that before. Yeah, yeah they I've do that. Never heard that. Yeah, it's prehistoric. Do you hear there's a pet pride day this weekend? A pet pride? What is that? <laughs> is that a gay thing? Well, that's what I thought initially, but I didn't know how you tell if your animal's gay or not. But I thought you might be an expert on that since you did do a documentary called The Truth About Gay Animals. We did. We're all just wild animals sniffing at one another. It's all about smell. It's really not about gender. Sexuality and gender have nothing to do with one another. It's really about, you know, what you can stand the, the smell of, really. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, I yeah. didn't realize yeah, that that was what it was all about. Well, have you ever gone to kiss someone and you think, hmm, I thought you seemed really hot until I got close to you? Oh, I have smelled someone and I just didn't like the smell of them. Interesting, isn't it? It's really about it that. It is interesting. Yeah. What? You just, you just, I just didn't like, that's so funny. Mm. We're socialized to reproduce. So a lot of people make that choice because they want to have children, not because they necessarily are attracted to the opposite sex, either emotionally or physically. Really, physical attraction has nothing to do with your gender. So... You know, okay. that's what bromances are all about. I see guys in the locker room, like, high-fiving and hugging, and they just adore the company of one another. I'm like, I'm sure they're married and have families, but they're at the gym all day long, hanging out with dudes in the locker room, slightly naked, you know, shiny stuff hanging out, whatever. It's a guy thing. Shiny stuff? You know. It's a guy thing. Mm-hmm. Your, sh- your shaved areas. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Just stuff's out. Get are on. we including this in? We don't we have started? to. No. Well, if we're going to mention the pet pride... Oh, sure, yeah. Let's oh, a plug well, here. That wasn't yeah. where I was going to go, but okay. It's the 24th annual Pet Pride Day, an event by the San Francisco Animal Care and Control and Rescue Row. It's this Sunday, October 1st, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. at 1215th Street in San Francisco. Oh. And it's free. Um, adoptions of dogs, cats, rabbits, birds, guinea pigs, mice, and reptiles. It's a great event. That's All a, animals that's welcome. That's I usually go together. Yeah, it's really fun. There's, they're going to have animals, a raffle. animals, straight animals, curious animals. Whatever you got. LGBTIQ plus animals. More info at Radio Alice. Actually, not Radio Alice. It's the Sarah and Vinny Facebook page. All right. Thank you. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Thursday, the 28th of September, 2017. Sarah, Vinny, and Bryn in here with our special guest... Scott Capurro. Thank you for saying special. I appreciate that. Thank you. I really... Well, throw it in special. You're really more like one of the family. Yeah. Uh, So we're talking about crotch smells. Uh, Oh. We are? 
weren't you? No, I was talking about when you go in for a kiss and you kind of like, like the smell of someone's just like, oh, that's not yeah. at all what I expected. Yeah. It's their it, breath? I guess well, it, it could, could be. be their, it could be their body smell right, or their breath. Or just their, their skin their, smells. Or, or whatever pheromones they're releasing. You're not, you're right, not you're drawn not to that it, sense. Right. Yeah, well, that's, I, that's what I was thinking is it's that smell of, it's like, you know, when you have sex with someone, the smell you make together or yeah. that smell they leave of on their your sheets. area yeah, yeah. where you're all, wow, that is intense. And yeah. I like it. Yeah. Or, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, where you're like, don't, 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 yeah, leave, leave those underwear right there. Don't, don't take those with you. Just leave those. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I want to wear those today. Have you ever, uh. Had sex with yourself while smelling uh, a per a man's underwear. Yes. Whose? I don't know if I should tell you. You should. I feel like this is a very intimate detail of my past. I'm not sure I, I trust you, you all enough. Well, don't tell us if you're going to ask later to delete it. Yes. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point you said. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, can you guys I understand cut the pressure in the, the secret show to yes. tell stuff, but if you're going to want it deleted later, don't. My stepfather. When I was oh about eight. <laughs> oh my God! And he's wow. Is that oh, bad? snap! It seems young to be getting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I just, he looked it like. It seems young to be getting yourself. Uh, he looked like John Denver. I might have been nine, nine or ten. Uh, but you were already. Uh, into it. Yeah. And we had a laundry room downstairs in San Anselmo where all the laundry was. It was a bit of a mess. And I would do some of the laundry, sometimes help my mom out, and I'd see his underwear, and I'd, I'd close the door and spend 15 minutes. Is this a God rest his soul uh, man, or is this uh he's... He's now deceased. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Did he die while married to your mom? My head is No, no, no. No, they, uh, they separated divorced. and remained good friends. Oh. Yeah, they divorced. Yeah. Yeah, I just was into it. He was closer to my age than he was to my mother's. They, they, he was quite young when he married her. My mom was young. I, I mean, when I was nine, my mom would have only been about, when they, when they married, my mom would have only been about 31. And he was 21. And uh, I was about, I guess, it was the same distance in age between. But you uh, liked his musky, crotchal scent. I did. He was a bit, he was a bit hairy, a real, huh. looked like a real guy, worked with animals. Had animal. a mustache. He did, yeah. What sort of work did he do? He did animal him? rehabilitation at the time. Oh. Like for dogs or for uh, horses? Uh, all sorts. Yeah, domestic animals, some wild animals. Rehab. Yeah, we used to bring, I told you, we used to raise baby deer in our backyard. No, you've never told me this. Oh, right, because uh, a lot, oftentimes hunters will shoot adult deer without realizing that they leave families behind. So these baby deer need to be looked after. Mm, so I, yeah. I spent a lot of my young, youthful years bottle feeding baby deer wiping their little bumps and stuff acting like they're, they're you have their to parents. wipe their bums you have to yeah why because yeah. they don't know how to do it they're that young but they are deer they they're are just fall out of their butt and then they just walk not always the not when they're young they have sometimes they, they have uh, rub against a tree or something they no, they really, Klingons, he said oh, so no they what? actually they're wild animals when you're bottle feeding a deer and it's not it's oh, mother's it's milk they get diarrhea so you have to clean runny. them oh. and they need they need help and they're mm -hmm. and then it was great to see them grow and then you'd be I'd be in my bedroom some mornings and I'd see a deer leap by my window and that's how we knew they were old enough to release because they could run and leap and jump around and, and could they raise themselves in 
quote unquote the wild after you guys have taken care of them? At that point, once they are bottle fed for for a while, and there's always a time. There is a time with uh, wild animals when they do turn mm-hmm. wild. You can tell with their behavior. It really happens with raccoons. They're adorable when they're little, and you can rub them on their backs and they purr like a cat. But then there's a, mo- a moment when you go to open up the little cage. Hey, and they they try to bite your hand. I feel like <laughs> okay, this one's ready to go. So <laughs> bye. Yeah. You know, I did you ever read the actual book Bambi? The one that everything's oh, based on. No, it, oh. In the book, a, a hunter takes a baby deer that they all know, the, all the kid deers in, mm-hmm. in the story, takes it home and raises it and, uh, you know, loves it and then sets it loose in the wild. And then it just has no fear of humans and winds up just getting shot in front of all of them because it's like, oh, my, oh a dude, I love <laughs> those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes trotting over to him and that's oh, that. No. So... I I am surprised actually that you would wow, you just release me them. Out. Well, no, that's, but it's you, a harsh, but you ha- you, harsh you, effing book. We yeah. named them, which was always a big mistake because we got attached to them. But you have to yeah. let them go. And actually, it's the only option you have because again, uh, hunters kill the adults of the tri- of the tribe of the herd, and then the babies just wander around anyway. So they're either going to die in the wild, or you're going to look after them and hope at some point when they're adults that they can look after themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's very humane of him. Your, your That's why he worked for the Humane stepfather. Society for a while. Yes. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And you're walking around with his underwear on your head. <laughs> on, I, used to, I used to wear deeply. his underwear to school. Yeah, I used to wear them. Wear them? Yeah. Under your, so that you could just like pull your pants forward and go. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was one thing. At any time do. during yeah. the day? Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. How old were you when you discovered uh, getting yourself? It, it just seems like because you described it, so you're you're pretty young in this. Yeah, and not until I was about eleven. I didn't know, and then I discovered on my own. Uh, I guess kids were doing a lot of stuff, but I didn't really talk. So you're you weren't even you were just like smelling the underwear and not. I was uh, keeping them with me in my backpack. Arriving in the laundry room, keeping too. his underwear with you. It in sounds your creepy backpack. now, but yeah. at the time it made perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. Why I still, question it? You're a kid. Yeah, I really liked it. And yeah. no one ever accidentally Comforting. got into your bag. Oh, yeah, I get the banana out of my backpack, Henry. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of friends. Ah, and uh, cool. no one really talked to me. No, they, we, no, no, there wasn't a lot of that. I, I kept it very private because I knew it was weird. I mean... Oh, you did know. Not the fetish, but I knew that my being attracted to men... You realize when you're a gay kid at about... Uh, about five or six, you realize, mm, this isn't really the way people Most want me to be. So you learn right. to hide it. And so I think keeping the underwear on under my stuff or in my backpack or just smelling it on my own, that was me trying to, you Being know, you. And hiding it at the same mm-hmm. time. Like, I didn't tell anyone or anything. I didn't let him know. God. And then, uh, but I really liked him. God. You know. <laughs> God. I enjoyed his company. Did you go like, hey, stepdaddy, can I sit in your lap for a while? Uh, no, I was too, even at that age, I was too tall for all that. I was just, uh. I liked hanging out with him. I really enjoyed being around him. It was really hard when he left, when my parents separated. But How old were you when that happened? About 15. Mm-hmm. And then he came by one day to fix something in the house because my mom and he stayed in contact. And he had this really handsome guy with him. And I was like 16 by then. I'm like, what's going on here? And uh, What really, was going on there? Well, they, he, Jay, uh, he left and um, met someone, you know, and then A came dude. out. Yeah. Oh, be, so was he out, out, or was he by? Uh, I think out, out. I mean, it, it was better for my mom to know. Because when he left, she's like, we're in love. We have a great family. We can all get along. Why are you doing this? And she took it on herself. Right. So when she found out that he was, in fact, gay, she thought, oh, it made well. More, yeah, well, then she, it wasn't her. It does. I actually think that that would soften the blow quite a bit. Uh, yeah, really did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for her. And, and Although and, it might make you angry that you had been deceived in the first place. I think that. Or you start to think. 
what did I do wrong? How did did I turn him? Right. I wasn't enough. Well, I think huh. he explained that he was, they remained very good friends. And he was, I think he was in love with her. But I think he explained to all of us that it just was something that he couldn't control and couldn't hide anymore. Yeah, I can see how a dude is in denial and trying to just live the life he, he feels he's supposed to. Mm. And I can also see how a woman fe- would feel very cheated out of some important years in her life because... It wasn't truth. I think she was angry for a while. Oh, and, and so, sure. that yeah, I can see that being a really, someone having a really hostile reaction. Like, yeah. you were lying, to, lying to yourself. Yeah. I get that part, but I became an unknowing Victim. part of your little I thought play we were here. getting right. married and we were having our own family. But he was around for about seven years at a very important time in, in her children's upbringing, and I think she appreciated that because he really took the helm for us. You had a good relationship with yeah, him. Yeah, my sister did too. Really, really good. That's good. Yeah. That is good. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the saddest part of of all the gay people who've had to live in the closet is in part those other lives that are impacted mm. by people who needed someone... Uh, a beard, I guess, is the the right word. But you're right. I think those people themselves who are closeted, they wanted a family. They wanted something more traditional. They didn't know how to go about doing that in those days, at least. It is a rub because when that's you know you grow up in a in a family and there's a mommy and a daddy mm. and you want also you love your family and you want to have a family like that. Yeah. Uh, he wanted kids. Right, and you must feel. Uh, I'm sure that that's part of how difficult it can be to be gay. Just like well. I, you know, I would have to go through a surrogate or adopt mm. or figure out how to have a kid if I want to have this. Although obviously, you know, it's much, it's much easier. It, it is strange. easier. Well, it's, it's a thousand times better because mm. you really don't have an excuse for bringing someone along like that anymore. You can be your own. Oh, you that, can be who you want to be. You can get married and you can also have kids. My, my agent has three kids uh, and they have other what do they call those? Uh, Foster kids? No, no, no. They they made em- embryos. Oh, right. They can oh, have more. Right. They're made. They're ready to go. They had a, a donor, and they took the two men, him and his husband, made a milkshake so that no one would <laughs> no one know knows who the real father who is. Who dad right? is. Hot. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and they've got those... They could fire him off anytime they want. You know, and I, and I, and I, that's great. And and you're right. Here, I think you're you're all right. I was right. gonna say, I think if your parents are highly against this, and uh, it, you know, or where you, you're from, right? You, sometimes you have to abandon all of that in mm. order to be who you are. And I still think that's a rub for some people. I mean, it is. I it's a better thousand by far. Times Much better. Now. But this woman stopped me at the punchline last week after a show, and she said, "I'm a big fan. I loved it. It's great. I'm from Peru." But she said, I live in North North uh, Dakota now, which is really small-minded. You'd be surprised. And um, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I No, li-. I wouldn't. And I've actually played there, and it's all right. It depends on where you're from. Anyway, she said, and it's great that you're married. I, That's great that you have someone. It's just the marriage thing I don't really, I don't, I can't really support it. Uh, I said, what do you mean? She middle said, just, finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She oh. said, I just don't understand. I just, why you want to be with someone? Yes, because he sounds great, but married. I said, you know what? I don't really care what you agree with because it's a law. So I don't really care what your feelings are or what you think about it. But thank you for coming to the show. And mm. she's, no, I just wanted to tell you that. I'm like, you know, it's fine, but I don't. 
How interesting that she felt she had to tell she you that. She did. Because some people still have, but I said, but it's actually a lot. It's like you disagreeing with, you know, safety, you know, driving safely or not drinking when you're or behind the wheel. Or not murdering someone. Or not killing or, people. Right. Or, yeah. So it's a law now. So anyway, good luck in North Dakota. Well, that, you know what bothers me about <laughs> that is off, her, you know? her opinion of it is hers and she can have that. Yeah. The she idea can. that she needed to, needed yeah. to give it to you yeah. is just, it's like, Shut up. Well, having the you opinion don't... to her isn't enough. She needs to try to let someone know that, you know, what that their behavior isn't really what she agrees with. I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit of entitlement. It's a Facebook I, thing, I, though, where everyone's got that that place to express themselves now. Uh-huh. It really has liberated a lot of shitty opinions. Yeah. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of them out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all feel like they've got their own spot. Like, I can do this. Yeah. I can... Boom! Everyone gets to hear me yeah. say the same thing everyone else has said a thousand times, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and like they're all crummy. People come up to us all the time and say, "Oh, you're this or that. You're great." But you know what I hate? Da, 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 right. Like I have a bone to pick with. But yeah. I have a bone to pick with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks. Mm. Keep it moving. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, that's why I try to stay off Facebook unless it's for you know to promote in, your show or something, yeah, or promotion. come into contact with people I don't get to see who yeah. are you know abroad and stuff because. You know, I, I don't get into political diatribes on Facebook with people. Well, because you not. get into a couple and you go, I don't want to do that anymore. It doesn't go anywhere. That's, <laughs> Nowhere. And you're not going to. So that what I've taken to is when when you see the people who are they're doing their show on Facebook and it's radio.com. On repeat all the time. Mm. You just you don't even have to unfriend them. You just go to the upper right hand corner of their post, and it's there's an unfollow, mm. and you won't see those posts anymore, and it ends it. Mm. And and you're, they don't know that you're not seeing their posts. You and, think you're still friends, and you're good because <laughs> you're not starting to go like, oh man, I'm really disliking this person anymore. Mm. They can't stop with the or the. You know what's so the... funny too is like in general, I, I feel like we've been so overfed this in the last few years. Like it's been such an awful contentious, and the world just feels like it's going to S right now. And sometimes you'll be with a group of people that, you know, you're sort of aligned politically. And I still don't want to talk. I like, I don't want to hear you bitching about it. I don't want to talk about it. Can we just talk? Can we do play a game or do something fun that I like? You're just riling me up. You're just getting me right. upset. Well, I'll tell you something. This has happened on our show a, a dozen times, and I've said it. I'm not. I don't think I'm necessarily a Democrat or a Republican. I would never have voted for Trump. I thought he was mildly humorous as the reality TV show guy. You know, the you're fired guy. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I st- I said it two years before the actual election. Oh, it's funny. It'll never come on. Well, we all thought that. Oh, please. For reals. <laughs> but now I just can't take it anymore. It's to, yeah, he's in there and he's a donkey and we're we're bummed. We're stuck with the guy. But I can't I don't know why people want to talk about it every well, minute of every it's day. Well, so goddamn scary what he's scary. doing and he's what he's getting us gra- into. In grave danger. He's not just putting us in grave danger, ruining our reputation. <laughs> Like we're the we're the universal joke now. We're it's the a, donkeys. It's <laughs> such a bummer. All right. Yeah, and here I am getting riled up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's, let's do an email. Okay. But we're in a nice bubble here, though. We sure are. Sure's a pretty morning. Happy little bubble. <laughs> <laughs>
let me see. Here. Seven a.m. swim. Anybody want to go? No, Sunrise. I wanna, Anybody? I want to go. I would love to go. Mm. All right. <laughs> Nothing like getting in the water early in the morning. Oh, it's so nice. You swam a mile. You, you don't even remember it. I was telling Sarah. It's crazy. 60, 60 laps go by. You're like, what have I just done? It's amazing. Or waves. Waves. Yeah. Whatever mm. your thing is. I love being in the ocean in the morning. It's so beautiful. Uh, I need advice. After being alone since my divorce four years ago, I joined a dating site. I met a great man whose profile said divorced. Turns out he isn't divorced. His wife cheated while he was deployed and has been seeing someone talking about moving away with the kids without the guy she's seeing, uh, etc. She found out he was talking to me and that he spent the night with me. He said he had nothing to hide, making me think he wanted her to find out about me to bring about her change of heart. And she flipped out on him saying he didn't care about her. They still live together and share a bed, apparently. (sighs) She went to his sergeant at the Air Force, and now they've started counseling. Oh, Jesus. why do you go to someone's boss? <laughs> because so it to get him thrown him, out? No, because it forced him into counseling. Mm. So now she's saying she only wanted a break. <laughs> I think she only decided she still wants him so that he doesn't move on from her. That is a total thing, too. Mm. He, sure. he initially told me he wants his family, but he also wants me. He knows he can't have both. He said it was up to me if we kept talking. He likes having someone to talk to. He said he wished he knew the right thing to do. I told him he was doing the right thing. He has to try to work things out for the family. He's also still active on the dating site. So if he's working on his marriage, why is he trolling the dating site? Is he lying about his situation at home to let me go? Seems like he's trying to fade out. Why wouldn't he just be honest? Even if all of the above is true, trying to save his marriage, wishes he could be with me, but realizes he can't. Too many words. Why Keep is he on still trucking, on the site? sister. Yeah. Just get on down the yeah, road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so Should much complicated. Should I just delete his number role. to save yeah. me yes. from myself? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Get away. Yes. Get away. Right yeah, now. No so matter what there. his motivation is, yes. whether all of this is true or none of it is, that guy is not for you. If she was seeing him and wanted a monogamous connection, even just being on the dating site, that'd be enough. But he's married, in therapy, with a wife who wants him back. They have kids. She, she, she said too, right? No. For- uh, I didn't. Oh, they yeah, have they kids. Have yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They no, have forget kids. about it. And she might have kids too. She didn't mention that. Yeah, yeah. Get on down mess. the road. Jesus, yeah, that's a disaster. That is a mess. My gosh. Don't police his business after the fact. It doesn't matter. It's like a. It's like a soda pop exploded in Target. It's just, <laughs> get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he's still on the site. And you don't clean Who it up? Cares? <laughs> you can't wipe that mess up. Get out. Just be on. Jesus. You're going to get all sticky and wet and angry. It's terrible. Mm. It's amazing, though. Oftentimes, the, the letters you read here, by women especially, are about women wanting to fix a guy and throwing herself in there like this woman is like, what can I do? It's, it's interesting, isn't it? I think one of the most interesting things I see in, in these letters, and I'm I'm sure it's obvious to all of us, is how the answer is in the letter. Yeah. Like, you already know the answer. Like, I guess half the time they just want to hear confirmation mm-hmm. or they or they want us to... I'm sure it's surprising sometimes when we don't jump on their side well, with stuff. Well, a big part... That's the thing, though. A big part of getting cured from almost anything is getting it to come actually out of your mouth Mm -hmm. so that you can see the look on someone else's face Mm -hmm. when they realize you're that stupid. You know what I mean? That's what you need to see is like, oh. Because as it ping-pongs around in your head, you find a million reasons for that to make sense. You'll you'll actually normalize all kinds of kooky stuff before it leaves your mouth. Mm. And then once it's out there and you get to see Yuzette's face and she looks at you like... (laughs) 
you dumb Mm. <laughs> and you're sorry. I've cussed twice. My bad. Oh, you have twice. Yeah. He said the S word earlier. Yeah, earlier. Mm. I don't know what's wrong with me right now, but I, I'm still. <laughs> you need that to happen. Someone to react to your stuff and in a order lot of, for you to go. Oh, a friend isn't the person. Right. When you say I need to tell you something, like they want to be supportive, and mm-hmm. we're the perfect people to send your deepest, darkest troubles to because we will just. Try to let it hit us over the head. But and... you're right. Just hearing you read that out loud, maybe for her, maybe she thought, "Oh my god, right. what was that? What I'm sure people get bummed too, because sometimes when I when I just think the person, I'm like, "You're so dumb," and I'm reading it like, Well, but that's again, that's what they need to hear, and it probably did. We didn't even need to comment. Right. They just needed to hear it and go, "Oh god." It's like when I try new material, like I did last night at the makeout room in front of an audience. They stared at me, and as as I'm saying, and I'm like, God, this sounds this sounded so funny in the car, but now, with people in the room, you're ruining it. I'm totally honest. You're ruining these jokes. They were brilliant all the way over. Why are you here? Well, that's but that right, right? Yeah. That's what you need to see is yeah, the yeah. reaction to. Oh, oh I'm never okay. doing that one again. They just sat and stared at me. Scott, stared. Yes. When you do your shows, uh, so for the run that you're here. Uh-huh. Are they all the same? Are they each different? If someone goes to your show one time while you're here and then goes a few weeks later to a different venue, are they? is it still the same? I do new stuff act? in each show, but there are some elements probably that will be similar. Mm-hmm. But there's some, Is this Islama homophobia part? <laughs> Rewinded? <laughs> Rewound? <laughs> um, uh, backpedaling? No, I'm not. I don't really... Uh, no, this isn't that. It's uh, not. No, this is a new... Okay. New one. This show's really about the solutions you try to come up with to fix your life and how they sometimes make your life worse. That's all. Oh. Yeah. Like booze. There's that. All right. Yeah, like that. She cut a few jokes. Keep it to 45. So, I tried in San Carlos. Yeah, you can't it? do it. The trying thing, I'm like sick of hearing that. Really? <laughs> I'm really sick of it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But I texted you at the punchline. They wanted... 50, uh, uh, I, uh, I was shooting for 55 and I did 60 or something. I thought you'd be happy you didn't respond. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like 60, too long. <laughs> yeah. You should shoot for 15 minutes and be done at 45. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll see what I can do. Because you are great, but no one has the attention span anymore. <laughs> uh, you are great. How are those videos coming along? Yep. Yeah, yeah. YouTube uh, yeah. Vaughn, oh, yeah. Vaughn two shot two the show. I'm waiting oh, for Vaughn. Right. Yeah. He came in late show Saturday with his gorgeous girlfriend, Michelle. Have you met her? Uh, yeah, we, we just met her the other Michelle. day. She's did really, I meet her? Really sweet. Uh, no, I don't think so. We met her at Bryn's baby shower. I, met, right. I just met some friend of his, right? Wait. Yeah, that was a friend, like in Sonoma or something. Yeah, yeah this is a different... Is this yeah. the girl he's living with? Or yes. He, oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah she's awesome. She's, she's really pretty. And uh, he filmed it, so I'm waiting. He's going to send me some clips and stuff. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the suggestion. I appreciate it. Uh, that was... Vinny. Oh yes, that's why I said thank you. Mm-hmm. Good, I Appreciate can't wait it. to watch them. Okay, you're welcome. Oh, <laughs> Are you gonna review them like the finger up? No, I look. There's things <laughs> oh. I'm telling you. There's a couple comedians I've clicked on their little two minute segments and laughed out loud. That out the one it makes you click more. The guy of them. who's talking about it, how everyone's outraged and everyone's offended. It's this great little two minute rap, and the guy just nails it. Who? cares he you know what? that is a great no, rap i started clicking on his other stuff and i was less enamored with him the oh more yeah I I watched, mean, but that one is great he just nails yeah. it oh well you're offended yeah so what, so what? Hmm. it's perfect right there is no more to say right. so what hi morning show i need some bad advice no. No. especially from the guys on the show that are close to their families who men mm. 
I'm here. Yep, she's she caught you <laughs> off by name. Family way back. <laughs> he doesn't even know his dad. He's very close to his mom. He knows her name because they write his checks. They pay his rent. Uh, no, no, so, Vinny yeah. brings up a good point. I'll stay back. No, on no, she advice. wants, she yeah, wants you. And besides, Vinny. you're going to hear this, and you won't be able to stop yourself. Those of you who are closer, you're famous. <laughs> Such a baby. <laughs> my, <laughs> my boyfriend of two years is very close to his family. I, on the other hand, not a family person at all. Not by nature. I'd love to have a close family. I just never had one. My small, my very small, not close at all family lives in another country, and I haven't seen him in over ten years. So my boyfriend calls his mother every single day and messages other members of his family, such as sisters and cousins, constantly, incessantly. I try to be understanding. He's a family person after all. He's been living on the other side of the country for the past two years, away from his family for the first time in his life. And he's from another culture where large, close-knit families seem to be the norm, the Caribbean, and he grew up in Philly. Whenever he needs time to call his mother or other family member, I do not try to compete for attention or time. I just leave him alone, give him the time until he's done. So far, it doesn't seem to be a problem, right? Here's the issue. I want to feel like the priority. I want to be his new family, his go-to person, his partner. He tells his mother everything, whereas I get a, I don't want to talk about it a lot. This happens almost every day. Despite me trying to be caring, non-judgmental, good listener, I often feel like I'm shut out of what's going on in his head, but he still discusses everything with his mother. Or any of his million cousins, uncles, etc. Little other things, such as when we're having a great conversation, but then his mother calls and he needs to drop everything, cut me off, take the phone, no matter what, every time. Or if he's traveling for business, will end a text conversation with me early, saying he doesn't feel like talking on the phone, wants to go to bed, but then he'll be on the phone with his mother for another hour thereafter. <laughs> I voice this concern to him multiple times, telling him I'm striving to be his partner in crime, his priority, like he is for me. I tell him everything. He is my family. He's my number one person. I want him to be as close to me as I am close to him. But I keep feeling like I'm competing with his family for attention and priority and the biggest slice of him basically. He always says it'll just take time for me to be as close to him as his family is. After all, he grew up with them. We're both 29. Am I asking too much? Do I just have to accept cultural differences and always play the second fiddle to his family? Will this ever change? I feel almost like a jealous mistress, especially for the guys on the show. When did your mother stop being your go-to partner and your actual girlfriend slash wife became your closest person? Is this a red flag and should I run while I can? Any advice appreciated? <sighs> Mary is mom. Yeah. I can't breathe. That chick. <laughs> Get your hands off from around his neck, please. Mm. Jesus, stop gripping on his throat. Uh, <laughs> oh, sweat that thing. Oh my god. Yeah, I. Uh, Does she leave his number so we can call him and warn him that she's on the prowl? As a person who is close with a sh lot of members of my family, nice, and have a constant running thread of text with plenty of people in my. I don't talk to my mom on the phone every day. I don't, but I don't want to talk to anybody. Um, you need to just. You just don't. Ha I mean, get some friends. Yeah, leave find it. find some other people to talk yeah, to. Yeah, like yeah. you, you sound super cloying, and I mean, maybe he is over focused on his family, or or maybe you guys are just from such completely different backgrounds that you're not seeing that. But that he doesn't. That doesn't strike me as super abnormal. Am I? Am I crazy? I always wished that I was from a place like Brazil or where her husband's from or can't French Canada where families are really close and they don't sit around talking about money all day long. They actually like each other when they show up at events and stuff. They're there because they want to be. 
Unlike your family where you're there exactly. you have to be because you need to be in the will. Obligatory, yeah. <laughs> right. It's ka-ching, ching, I'm here. Um, when the door opens, a, a cash register goes off. Anyway, yeah, so I feel like, you know, lucky her that she's found someone who actually has, and, and maybe she could learn from him how to mm -hmm. get closer. Maybe she's afraid of her family and she wonders why he isn't. And she sees her family as an enemy the way she sees his as an enemy to their relationship. It seems to threaten her intimacy with him. When really, it's probably made him the man he is whom she's in love with. So mm. she should kind of appreciate that and just let it go. That's deep, Scott. It's very close deep. to Thank his you. mom, right? Is very. And he talks like to this? His, yeah. Well, I, not every day, but he talks to his mother about three times a week. And he locks himself in the room or mm -hmm. goes in the room because, mm -hmm. you know, they're loud and they speak in a foreign language. And, and, and he speaks for about an hour. Mm -hmm. You talk to your mom pretty much. Great. What, what do you no. think? Three or four times a week? You Me? Get on, yeah. Get on the phone with your mom? Yeah. A lot more now that we have a kid but uh, it's it doesn't even have anything to do with me and my mom this she's she should leave him she's a horrible person <laughs> <laughs> why is she horrible because she's nagging him for loving guy, his family yeah he has a family that he cares about and and he's right. He has been with them his whole life. <laughs> right. She's and she's just shown up on the scene and she's trying to take all everything from him. Right. Yeah. And she will if I mean God, she's already nag like nagging this yeah. guy. Like, I want to be your number one. It just I find that the heart's capacity for love is fairly limitless. <laughs> uh he is gonna feel completely different about you than he does about his family, and you're never going to replace them. Mm. And you shouldn't want to. This is I mean, maybe again, it comes back to her having doesn't care about her family and hasn't seen him in ten years. But you want to start a family with this guy? You need to learn how to have, be in a family. She's a bit of a bunny boiler. I'm afraid we're going to see a story <laughs> in, in the news like she's walking in the house with a right. smoking gun. I feel like he's not behaving abnormally. Well, if for her, she may need to link up with someone who's more like her, yeah. which mm -hmm. is, you know, I, I don't maybe, a gypsy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't independent or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. that she whatever word that's that's flattering to her that she wants to use. Independent seems to be one that would come to mind. Or dependent is one I'd use to describe her. But yes, yeah, you, you're right. But but so oh, find someone who doesn't have that, and then the two of you can just stare at each other in a room by yourselves, <laughs> and and you, you'll be which you'll get sick of really fast because you already hate people. Mm. But you know so. what? I'm going to tell you something. If you were to have a kid with this this newly independent new guy you find you're gonna be like god i wish one of us had family that could help us with this <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. yeah. god damn i wish i had someone in our lives that we could call that wanted to come here support and system. help us yeah. with this right. child <laughs> so that we could get him in it and if you were to stay with this guy uh and open yourself up to the love of a family and you did have kids with him, you would find that you would be part of that family. Mm. You would be on the FaceTime with his mom and probably be closer to your mom too. You'd start to see how a family and the love flows. It's a giant pool. It's really <laughs> quite limitless. Uh, and if you could just open yourself up to it and, and see it for what it is, love. He loves his family. There's nothing unusual oh, going on here. Also, you taking on someone and being their their number one foam hand and all that you know <laughs> it's a big responsibility she's probably not aware how much that would involve yeah she should be glad he has an outlet and you're right she should find one for herself and then she would probably call him too clingy 
Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. If you forced him to give up his family, then he would need to talk to you constantly. And how weak would he be if he walked away from those <laughs> I know, relationships? Anyway? God. What kind of person would that be? I don't like that at all. Yeah, yeah. good luck with that. Human? Yeah, oh, oh, Human, yes. Let's cool. see what Human has to say. Oh, everybody's advice was fantastic. You was even it? listening. I was. Mm. But she wanted your advice yeah. specifically. Well, I'm not close. I'm not listen. I'm not close to my dad. I'm good. No, but, no, but you are close to your mom. Oh, my God. You're such a baby. God, he's just grinding on Wait. that. He was joking Wait. with you. Well, but you are close to your mom. What if somebody said, mm, I, I need you to not call your mom. I need you to, I need to be your number one go-to. Well, you know, it's a pretty obvious answer. I'd say, you know, I don't think we're a good fit. Oh, mm. well, we have learned a lot on this show, haven't we? That human know, doesn't have human. Uh, has there ever been a woman <clears throat> you've been involved with um, where you thought why that stick in your throat? I don't know why. Furball. <laughs> has there ever been a <laughs> woman, woman you've been involved <laughs> with <laughs> where you thought this is a good fit? Oh yeah, sure. You know, you always think that when you start dating someone, but but what what's happened? It just didn't work out. I mean, because oh, you're not close to your dad. Well, is that why? Probably. Yeah, yeah it's probably you know, not it's... your dad thing. Anyway. Well, he's shaking his keys. I guess it must be time to go, everybody. <laughs> All right. Scott I got a Capurro. nice coffee here for anybody who wants it. Oh, no, thank you. Really? Uh, Scott Capurro is playing at the Hot Monk in Nevada this yes. weekend. Everybody Def go check Def him Def out. It'll be a slightly different show than the one you saw last week. Yeah, it'll be new stuff <laughs> and old stuff. Well, there's always new stuff because there's always new hecklers. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm the old stuff. Maybe some new gays will flip tables over. Oh, my God. Or some lesbians so this time. God, it does sound like those were exciting shows last yeah, time really, in Nevada. Yeah, really, really exciting, yeah. All right, have a great day, everybody. We'll see you next time. Uh,